And we are back. Thank you guys for all the listeners, supporters out there, man. Been a lot of people out here uh, showing me genuine love. Um, so we're going to release two more episodes today of the War Report. Uh, you guys know I take my shit serious. You know what I mean? Every episode is an important episode to me, at least. Um, so shout out to you guys out there listening to this podcast right now. Of course, I had to get in my bag, make sure my social media post was like that, and make sure I had ownership of everything that I was doing. Uh, but now, man, I ain't going to waste too much time on today's episode. We're going to get right into it, man. Uh, my boy Eli, um, he's on Instagram at Eli the Realist on Instagram, the biggest promoter in Jersey, period, on the War Report, giving you guys a lot of good game about the promoter lifestyle, um, the ins and outs of the game, owning his own store, um shit man why we pay so much for bottles a lot a lot of jam-packed information is in this episode man so i'm gonna leave you guys with that one uh make sure you guys follow me on social media on instagram at war underscore report underscore radio and on twitter at war report radio straight through facebook war report radio series page should be active this week also on warreport.com the site is under construction so be on the lookout for that a lot of big things popping off in 2018 Peace, man. Enjoy the episode. Peace out, guys. Peace. All right, so we're back. We'll report radio, man. I'm back here with Eli. Eli Realist on Instagram, yep. man. One of the biggest promoters in the game, man. How's it feel to be here, man? Feel good, man. Feel good. Yo, so you're coming off uh, a pretty big event last, what was it, was it last week or last two weeks? Was that two weeks ago, the Dipset party? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, was that was, last Friday or what was it? when was that? Uh, like two Saturdays ago, I believe. Okay, okay. So yeah. the reason why I brought you up here today is because obviously there's a lot of like, a lot that goes into promoting, right? You're one of yeah. the biggest promoters out here. And it's kind of interesting because I've known you for a long time through, yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying, the high school you went to and everything yeah. everything like that right so yeah. and i remember when you first started like throwing events right so yeah yeah, yeah. uh what, what what was it like when you first got started out like first of all what made you want to get into promoting in the first place um it was just something we like to do man um we first started off let me first say though my brother had me in these clubs since i was probably about i want to say 15. yeah so I kind of got to feel like clubs and Jersey, Jersey clubs and, can we curse? Yeah. Oh, all right. <laughs> I wanted to make sure. So like, I've been in the clubs basically since I was real young. So I, yeah. I kind of already had to feel everything. Okay. Um, And, you know. How did just, it start? House parties or like? Yeah, I, I actually, like, um, your brother used to do some house parties here. Yeah. And we used to come here. Like, it, it just like, you know, at, at a young age, I just developed going out. So it was just like a big thing for me. Like I wanted to go out, wanted to meet people, wanted to do this, wanted to do that. Mm-hmm. So um, the business side presented the opportunity to me. Um, a friend of mine is locked up right now. He did a birthday party at a club. Yeah. And it's a club that we used to go to all the time. What we was the to, club name? Uh, M Lounge. M Lounge. Yeah. And it's a club that we used to go to all the time. And um, we used to pop bottles. This one back when we was popping bottles heavy and... We used to be out drinking and partying. We just living a good. We just living. We just have living our best life, as yeah. you call it. <laughs> so um, he went to this club to um do a birthday party there, um, and it went it went fairly good. 
And then the opportunity, the owner, like, he, he fucked with us so much, he gave us the opportunity to throw our own party there. Yeah. So that was kind of the first party we ever did. Yeah. Now, how old were you around that time, you think? Um, Out of high school, still in high nah, school? Nah, nah, I was, I was past that. Um, I was like, uh, I was like 20, probably like... 20 years 20, old. 20? Yeah, 20, 21 yeah, years old. All right, yeah, that's yeah, fair enough. something like that, yeah. So we just, we just decided. It was just like... You know, like sometimes you sit back, like when you're doing some epic shit. Yeah. Like, like the shit that we're doing right now. Sometimes you sit back years from now, you be like, yo, I really was doing some epic shit. I didn't know that I was going to do that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So that's kind of how, how it first started. Like it was just one of them things where it was just an opportunity. It was like, ah, right, fuck it, let's do it. And then we started liking it. We started seeing money from it. Yeah. So it's like, yo, it's, it's real. It's money in this shit. Yeah. So, so what are some of like the biggest differences, like from a. Just from a stark point of view, like of like when you first started out to like where you are now, like do you think. Some of the biggest differences you think? The biggest differences um, is like the I guess like the people you know because at the end of the day like when I started when I when I first started I was younger myself mm -hmm. so now I'm older now yeah so as you get older your crowd gets older yeah so uh, one of the biggest differences would probably be the people um, I've seen a lot of people come and go mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying like DJs and promoters and clubs like I've seen a lot of shit happen like since I've been doing events. Mm -hmm. Like even like in, within the span of a year, two years, you can see a lot of shit come and go. Like the biggest events, the, the biggest sorry, the biggest venues we, some of the biggest venues we had, is no more. Yeah, you know what I'm saying so. You always gotta keep like looking out, reaching, trying to get new spots, and you know, that's that's one of the biggest adjustments about it, though. Yeah, you talked about how your crowd will get older with you, kind of as a promoter. Like, why do you think that's true? I, I feel like people um. That are just turning twenty one are still looking for the the it party to go to. Yeah, right? They, all right. So, so this, how does that how, explain that dynamic? Like, so people. So if I'm twenty one, right, and yeah. all my friends are twenty one, and all the people I basically know is twenty one, no, in five six years we all gonna be twenty seven. Yeah, you know what I'm saying we all gonna be older. Yeah, so I'm not gonna appeal to that same twenty one market anymore because mm -hmm. I'm getting older myself. So I don't have friends that's 21 anymore. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So now the people that that's are younger, that do follow me, they might seem like, oh, right, he do parties, let's go fuck with such and such. Or he bringing Jeezy, or he bringing this, he bringing that. Let's go through. But yeah. actually, me me personally, and my, my personal friends, and people that I'm in contact yeah. with, we all older. Okay. So then, then you got older people. You got people that's in their 30s, people that's in their late 20s. They might not want to go out every time. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because real talk, partying is really for like a younger crowd. Yeah. Like, that's really, like, partying is, like, the younger crowd, they want to come out all the time. Yeah. They want to be out. They want to meet new people. The older crowd, like, they want to come out once in a while. Maybe yeah, they want to pop out. Yeah. But that's really the difference. So, um, it, it was easier for me back then, I, I want to say, because, you know, it, it was, it was like, it, we were younger. Yeah. Everybody wanted to go out. But now it's like. You got to get people that you don't yeah, know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got to get come. people I don't know, and then I got to do bigger events now to make people want to come out. Yeah, you know yeah, yeah. So you got to kind of like, you know, roll yeah. with the punches. Was it like a certain like event that really was like, yo, this is what I want to do? Or like, how did, how did um, how'd you really determine like, this is this is like, it's a wave and like, I'm going to continue doing it, yeah. but this is something I really want to do. Like, what, what's the big difference? Because nothing can really prepare you. For that type of like um, yeah. career, I would say like yeah, yeah. you can't go to high school and learn about doing that. You yeah, know? yeah, just, yeah. They just be doing it. Yeah. So like, what was it really that like got you hooked on like yeah nah like I got something here I'm good at it. Yeah. Was it a specific party like how did it um, happen? But yeah, I think it was a specific party. It was um when we did um Blue Sky. 
And we did it was it was this lounge in Elizabeth um called Blue Sky. It was actually two spots. It was a lounge in Elizabeth called Blue Sky and it was a lounge in North called Jet Set. Yeah. Now, I forget, I think we did did we do Jet Set first? Yeah, we did Jet Set first. We did Jet I right, so so we did Jet it was Jet Set that really took it off for me. Yeah. Um now when we did Jet Set, it was like, yo, the shit was crazy, bro. And mm-hmm. and when I say crazy, I mean every week. It was to a point where to this day, I still don't. I still don't really compare. I'm bigger now, mm-hmm. but it was just so easy. Like it. It was too. It, it was. It was just jumping like every week. Yeah, every and week. I didn't have to promote it. Yeah, I had it to a point where like we all we all did it together. You know what I'm saying so. We had it to a point where it was t- like people just loved it so much people that knew. they would promote it for me. Yeah. So they'd be like, "Yo, Saturday, we gotta go to Jet Set." Yeah. And then it was like, "Yo, I seen, I seen, you know." The money that we could possibly make from it mm-hmm. that opened my eyes too and then you know at the same time it was good to, to do something good in the city bring people together mm-hmm. and, and i felt good about it so i'm like y'all i'm really gonna take off with this shit. yo breakdown real quickly is like because a lot of the uh jersey club scene is like mm-hmm. based in like elizabeth right yeah, yeah like why do you think that is and then like why isn't it like like, do people not want to party in Newark specifically? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because it's nothing for Newarkers to take the trip to Elizabeth, right? Yeah, if you yeah, got a car, you could go to, out to Jersey. You could go wherever in Jersey if you got a car, yeah, really, right? Yeah. But why is it that, Jer- like, Elizabeth seems to be, like, the center or, like, the hub for, like, a lot of the club activity um, here in North Jersey? Because it got, it's, got, it's got all the clubs. It's got, like, the infrastructure, right? Yeah. Like, I, I mean, basically, um, for the market we try to, we try to tap in, the market we got... Elizabeth fits perfectly in that market for two reasons. For for one, the demographics. It's in an area where it's close to Essex County, mm-hmm. and it's, and in, it's Union. in Union County. Yeah. So it's in the borderline. Like you got Elizabeth, you got Linden, you got Union. Those people come out, and then yeah. you got, of course, Newark and East Orange and Irvington. And yeah. It gives them an opportunity to come out. Right, right, right. So it's like it's like a median. Mm-hmm. So um, and then the other reason would be. It's really like it, it really has the best spots out here. Yeah, you know what I'm saying like it's no it's no real spot in Nook that you know is nice like a club envy. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying, and if it is, it's like a hole in the wall. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So for me, I like the way I like the way most of the clubs look out there. Yeah, and at the same time, it's in the, I think it's in a good location. That's why yeah. I fuck with it. Yeah, what's it what's it like uh, breaking it down like? Like business, like doing business with uh, a club owner, right? And, yeah. and you're the promoter, like. <laughs> Break down that dynamic real quick, cause like a lot of people, like I don't under, I, like yeah, I understand yeah. it, right? Like the the, the owner got to do his job, and he's got to yeah. find somebody to promote the party, and yeah. like you have your job is to like get people to the party. Yeah, I would yeah, say. yeah, yeah. But like, yeah. how does it? Do you reach out to the owner? Or does the owner reach out to you? Like, how's it coming I mean, right now? Would you I, say? I mean, um, before, um, we we was we was looking out for uh, we we would go find clubs, like we would yeah. get the owners up, go find clubs, but now they call they call us up. Okay. Um, yo, uh, I want you to do this. I want you to do that. But it's it's pretty it's pretty much easy. Like it's 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 easy. Like first they of all, they want to do say, business, right? Yeah, yeah. They they need us. They need yeah. They you know need what I'm saying? because at the end of the day, you gotta remember on a Spanish night, and this is not to take nothing away from what anybody else does, mm-hmm. but we control the nightlife. Yeah. In Elizabeth. Yeah. You know what I'm saying, and, and the club owners know that. Mm-hmm. They the the Spanish nights. They not gonna make a lot of money at the bar. Yeah. Why but is that? Because Spanish people don't. They they drink. Okay. They'll drink the, Coronas the, more the Coronas, than they pop yeah, a bottle. Yeah. In the, okay. the hip hop market. Yeah. I might go in there and twenty bottles sell. 
Somebody yeah. might come in and get 20 bottles. Somebody mm. might come in and get 10 bottles. But on the Spanish night, they're gonna get two buckets of Coronas. Not not to say it's nothing bad with it's nothing wrong yeah, with that's that. Just but they, that's it's just more money. It's just more money in our market. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? So um for the club owners, they know how important we are to the um to the clubs. And um you know they reached out. I got I got pretty much a good relationship with most of all the club owners out there. Um because we've we've done a lot of good business together. Um, I, sometimes I don't really agree with with some of the things they do, mm-hmm. um, per se. But you know, at, at the end of the day, it's like I don't own the club. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. I'm even though I'm a contributing factor to to the event, I don't own the club. Mm-hmm. So it's just like somebody coming to your house and you telling them, "Yo, you gotta take your shoes off." Yeah, you like, damn man, I don't want to take my shoes off. Yeah, but. I gotta respect the fact that it's your house, so I yeah. gotta take my shoes off. Okay, you get what I'm saying. So it's just little little things, you know. Some you things, gotta bend on certain. Yeah, things. yeah, yeah. Certain things, you know, in business, you always gotta be able to adjust to anything. So, um, with that being said, it's just you know certain little things that you gotta deal with, um, being a promoter. But um, for the most part, um, I always say, man, like, like. The promoter is like the key element to nightlife. Yeah, you know what I'm saying because if you don't have a promoter. You don't have the people in the building. Yeah. And then if you don't have the people in the building, the club owner's not making no money. Yeah. Because they're not drinking. Yeah. And you know if, if and if that if that happens, then you have no building because then he can't pay his bills. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying so so everything really falls back on the promoter. So um real quick right, I saw on your Instagram right, you secure like a like a big bag for that Dipset party. You oh, yeah. it said like you secure like 30k just in in oh, bottles yeah. right. So, yeah, yeah, so, yeah, so yeah. you're talking about bottles yeah, right? Yeah yeah yeah. Like. Like, does the VIP sell itself, depending yeah, on who's well, going to be there? Or, like, do you have to pitch people to, like, yeah, to like well, buy bottles? Like, how does that, like, how does that work for you? Um, Well, it, it worked both ways. Um, I would say, like, some some of, like, the bigger events that mm-hmm. we do, um, people know, like, all right, this is going to be a big event every year. We look forward to this event. Like, my birthday, they know I'm doing something big every year. Yeah. So, they look forward to it. People hit me up in November, October, yo, I'm... I'm coming out for your birthday. Yeah. So I need to put my section aside. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So and then, and then you got the events where, so we got our big events that we do every year that we know is going to sell out. Yeah. And then you got those events in between. Mm-hmm. So you got those events where it's like, oh, opportunity might arrive and mm-hmm. they might call us and say, yo, I got money bag yo coming. You want them? Yeah. Yeah, I want them. So money bag yo has a big name in itself yeah. where people will say, all right, yo, I want a section for that. Yeah. So that's how we get a lot of sections too, and and you know throughout the course of the year, you know everybody has to celebrate a birthday. Mm-hmm. So that's the that's that's one of the big things too. You know everybody when when usually when you want to celebrate your birthday, usually you try to get like a bottle of VIP or something like that. Yeah. So that helps it out too. And then everything else we we'll just fine. Like okay, now um, break down the scheduling right because obviously if you know you have big parties. Yeah. Um, for certain like times of the year, like say December or whatever, mm-hmm. right? Like, how do you approach a new year in, in promoting? Like, is it like a twelve month plan, or is it like you're focused on the next three months your goals, or like nah. you focused on like the next week? Like, how do you break down like and see what's what's ahead? And then also, how do you coordinate with people that are like moving around as far as who to book? You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, how does yeah. the scheduling work? Um, well. How how we do our schedule? Um, we do it on a yearly basis. Yeah. So we know um, out of twelve months in a year, we 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 gonna do six big parties. Yeah. No no artists, if 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 need be. Like okay. these these six big parties that we do every year, 
Mm-hmm. They sell. They could sell out without an artist. Okay. So if we do add an artist on, it's just an extra add on. Yeah. So we make our schedule around that. Um, the six big parties, which is usually like uh, our birthday parties, um, the all white affair, black affair. Yeah. Like these are all big parties that we don't need an artist with. So we make our schedule around that, and um, if an artist is in town, or like let's say. Uh, Fab and them call us up. Yo, mm-hmm. I'm in town this weekend. What's so, up? so they'll call you up and I mean, try to like yeah, do like business, they, right? They, they managers. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. All right. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah they man. I got I got a couple personal relationships with some of them, but for the most part, yeah. Well, yeah. that's just what happens when you do good business. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. For eventually, the most part, yeah. They'll they'll start reaching out to you if they know that you could secure the club and secure yeah. the bag for them, right? Yeah. So so continue. So so they'll reach out. Um, yeah, we're gonna be in town such and such day. Um, and we'll we'll just get it. Like we'll say, all right, let's do it, let's do it. So, um, another way we do it is um, like booking agents. It's a lot yeah. of those. It's a lot of booking agents out here. But we got we got like what exactly that, is a booking agent though? All right, so a booking agent is somebody that um, they go out and they get artists for people for, okay. for promoters. Okay, you know I'm saying so, but it, it's a dirty game. Like this promotion shit, this is a dirty game. Because, yeah, because what they'll do is, like for example. Got like Joel Santana, right? Yeah. If I could get Joel Santana on a personal relationship for five thousand, right? For for to come to a for appearance. For appearance, yeah. The booking agent would go raise and, the price. And, and, yeah, ten thousand. Ten thousand now. So he's making five thousand dollars. It's just, it's just like a like with anything. It's just like you gotta be careful. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But what they'll do is they'll they'll know like this is this is their job. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So they so throughout the whole year, their job is to sit down and see I. Right, Fucking um uh who give me an artist. Uh Drake is gonna be at the Prudential Center on August twenty fifth. Yeah. So yo, I'm gonna call Eli up. Yo, you want Drake for August twenty fifth after party? I'm not thinking about August twenty fifth. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So they'll call me like, yo, you want Drake for August twenty fifth at the party, so mm-hmm. such and they'll just raise the price. You know what I'm saying sometimes okay. we, sometimes we might have to bite the bullet and say, "All right, fuck it, let's take it." Mm-hmm. Or sometimes we'll fall back and just pass on the shit. Okay, that makes sense. So, I mean, it is, it is what it is. Okay, so what are some of the pitfalls? Like, you briefly, like, talked about how it's a dirty game, right? Like, I think the people will want to know, like, all right, well, what's, what's the part of the promoter life that they don't see? The cons. And then cons, like, yeah. straight up, people just... No, no, no I'm up, saying, like, like the, the pros and cons. Yeah, the, like, the, the pros and cons. Yeah, yeah, what are the cons of the, uh, of, of the promoter game? I mean, the biggest, the biggest con is that don't ever think you won't take a loss. Yeah, that's, for that's any the, given event. Any given event, that's the biggest con. Like I, I, I try to position myself in a way where, if I do fall, I'm not gonna fall, fall. Yeah, you're <laughs> not gonna fall that sense. far. Yeah. yeah. Um, but it, it, you, you can never really be too prepared for that because you never know what might happen. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying, what I about just, like rain? Like for example, like you can't depend on uh, like does rain deter people from the club? Do you think weather, uh, snowstorm? I mean, what like what can you? It do, but. I, like that's you know, not not, not for nothing. I packed out in the snow before. Okay. Snow storm. I pack I packed shit out in the snow and the rain and shit. So um, but it, but it do hinder it do hinder the event. Like it, it do hinder the event. I'm not gonna say it a lot. Um, but I mean it, it's just like with anything you do, like you never know. You know what I'm saying yeah, you, you can be well prepared, but you just never know. I just been fortunate enough to you know be blessed enough to. Be standing this long in this shit, and, yeah, and been doing this at a high level, but you never really know anything could happen. Okay, so what was one of the times where you think that uh, 
like you able to take a loss and like maybe bounce back like what are some of the examples um, that you've been through that have been like yo that was definitely like a learning experience for me yeah so um i'm gonna give you a good example yeah so um last halloween we was dealing with a booking agent yeah um uh, uh, I wouldn't even call him a friend of mine, but we've done business with him before. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying we booked Tory Lanes with him before last year, in um, 2016, December 2016. Yeah, December 2016. So um, he hit us up, yo. I got Cardi B for um, Halloween. She gonna be up here for uh, I forget why she was up here, but he was like, yeah, she gonna be up here. Let's let's lock it in for um, thirty thousand. Yeah. So my like, right, yeah, let's go. Let's do it. So um we send him the money. Um what he sends us the contract. That's how we do the business. He sends us a contract. So we get the contract, everything good, alright, fine. Send him the money. Um my man at on Lust calls me. Like, yo, um calls me early as hell. I knew it was something off because he never really called me that early. Yeah. It had to be like eight o'clock in the morning. He called me, yo. I was asleep. I didn't pick up. I called him back. He like, yo, um, yo, whoever you gave that money to, he like, yo, you you got Cardi B, mind you. He knew we had Cardi B because I posted the flyer on Instagram. Yeah. After we sent him the money. Yeah. You know what I'm saying so. He like, yo, you can post it. Go ahead, start promoting this and that. So I'm like, I right, bet. So my man from Lust, he followed me. So he seen he seen the um he seen me post the flyer. So he called me early as hell. So he like, yo, um, who you send the money to? So I'm like, yo, I did it through um. The booking agent. Yeah. I ain't gonna put his name out there, but yeah. I'm like, I did it through the booking agent. So he like, um, yo, I don't know, man. I talked to her manager. You know, I'm real cool with them. Mm-hmm. They said, yo, whoever he gave that money to, go get it back, cause we ain't doing it. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, you ain't doing it. Now, mind you, I've booked a ton of artists before. Yeah. Never ran through this problem. Yeah. So I'm like, um, I'm like, damn. So I'm trying to figure out what's going on. It was just like a crazy day. Um, long story short, um. Come to find out the dude that we was getting it through, he was going through somebody else. He like he, a double agent booking. Yeah, agent. but he he usually come through. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It was it was real. It's like it's like if I do business with you all the time. Yeah, right. And we do good business. Yeah, I I become and, reliable. Yeah, you've become reliable. So now when it's time for me to do business with you again, I'm not gonna really think twice about it. Yeah, I'm be like yo, I fuck I fuck with bro. Like yeah, we we, we did good business together. So now. If you doing some bullshit behind my back with somebody else, mm-hmm. and me and you doing business, that shit's gonna fuck me up. Yeah. So that's that's the situation that happened. Like, so now the dude, he like, yo, um, he was trying to fix the shit. Come to find out, he got beat, and he didn't know he was getting beat. Oh wow. You know what I'm saying? So, um, so, uh, they sent the money back. It was just like a big situation, man. Oh, like, right, at least you got your bread back. Yeah, though. yeah, yeah. I got my bread back, but it was just a learning situation for me, knowing like the and the biggest lesson I learned with that was knowing like I everything I do it has to be like I, I really had to take my time and really uh, do my research behind everything. I don't give a fuck who I fuck with. Yeah, you know what I'm saying I, I could been done biz, business with you a million times. I'm st- I still got to do my research and my yeah. homework to make yeah. sure you know everything is official cuz yeah, at the end of the day you dealing with a couple of dollars like 30,000 yeah. is a couple of dollars. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So you want to make sure your investments is protected. And sometimes we been we like we just be rolling, we'll just kind of like look past that like all right, yeah. Yeah, it's on this up, it's on that up. We got the money so let's do this, let's do that. So um that was my biggest lesson with this shit, but you know other than that, you know just working. <laughs> okay. All right. I uh do you think that um 
like being being a promoter, right? Doing that. Does it affect your personal life at all? Because you're out at night, you know what I'm Hell saying? You're yeah. out more than the usual folks. Um, I know that you also have a, a store though too, right? Yeah, so yeah, that's yeah. like more yeah. uh, American dream route type thing. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. Yeah. So how does how does how does your your career I mean, right now affect your personal life? Like, because obviously, like you're not about to slow down. Yeah. Because of not. it, right? You're going. Yeah. Like train I'm, through it. Yeah, I'm. But, I'm. I'm actually like about to really like. I, I'm trying to like really take off, take off with it. Like, yeah. I'm talking like TV and all types of shit I got going on. But um, yeah, that that shit do affect my personal life, man. It's like, in what ways? I mean, you know, at the, at, in a sense, like you know, as humble as, as I can say it, you get bigger. Like you, mm-hmm. you, you know, you get bigger, and you know, people look at you differently. Yeah. So like, you know, more people start recognizing you. More people start seeing you. So it. It, it like like even with like you know my uh relationship mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying it, it, it hinders shit like that yeah because you know your girl might not she, she might not like certain shit you you doing or you being out late the mm-hmm. whole time or you having to go to this where and that you got to be in this person's face and you got to interact with this person mm-hmm. you know and you know that's 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 basically what it is you know what I'm saying but um it'll definitely change the way people look at you you know what I'm saying? Even like people around you, like they'll look at you like, you know, it is what it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But okay. but they all know, like, you know, for the most part, you know, we, we just working. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? We just working. We just, I, honestly, I just want the bread. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I just want the bread. Do you and see? They, they all realize that. They all know, you know what's going on. Do you still see yourself like promoting maybe like five years from now or like, do you um, feel like there's an end game for you here or like, you know what I mean? Because. Technically, I don't know. Yeah. I, I really don't yeah, know. Yeah. Like, is, is it a ceiling? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> is there a ceiling here? Yeah, I mean, um, my plan right now, um, I want to start going out of town. You know mm-hmm. what I'm I got, I got a couple meetings with a couple different people out of town lined up, like, you know, this month, next month. So um, Atlanta is going to be one of them. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to do my first event out there this year. That's, um, that's legit. Yeah. That's what's up? So for me, it's like I, I don't really see no ceiling with that. Like, and then you see like people in different cities, right? Like you got people in, um, you know, headline the world in Miami that got live on Sunday. Mm-hmm. You got um, Mr. Rugs in Atlanta. You know I'm saying you got people in Houston, Cali, and these are all big markets. But at the end of the day, this is what people do for a living. Yeah, you know I'm saying, and, and, and it's so it's it's such a lucrative business. Mm-hmm. You know, this is just people dedicate their whole they, they hold this is their job, this is their nine to five. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? If you see this, the way some of these promoters living out there, you'd be like, Shh. So for me, I, I just want to get to that point. Okay. You know what I'm saying? There's I still, wanna... there's still a, a bunch of levels you feel like in the promoter yeah, game yeah. that you can climb. Yeah, of course, of course, of course. Yeah. Okay. It's, it's, it's no ceiling. I'm not, I'm not going to put a ceiling on it. You know what I'm saying? Like I said, like I want to, I want to go to different cities. I want to um do events in different cities. And you know, just that's it just keep working okay well um i want to ask you about that right because is it say if you move to um a different city right Mm -hmm. to or like even for a few months or whatever the case may be to like try it out say atlanta right Mm. are you leaving behind like a demographic here in jersey where everybody already knows and is familiar with your parties like how do you establish the same type of uh reputation in another city and I, I guess what i'm really asking is like what does it really take to be like not just a promoter but like a successful promoter 
anywhere you know what i mean yeah. like what's, what's your take on that um well when i get when i get to that bridge i'll cross it but okay. um in my mind right now um i want to keep the same regimen i have up here like mm-hmm. remember i told you the plan with the um my everything with me is a plan yeah like you know what i'm saying so if i if i got a plan i'm sticking to that plan okay you know what i'm saying so if, if i say yo i got my six big parties i do every year yeah no matter where i go in the country you're still coming do back to six. Do those six parties here yeah you know what i'm saying so um for me it's just more so about you know planning everything out so if i go out there and i do an event in atlanta um i still want to do my events out here i still want to you know come back mm-hmm. and forth to do my events um and you know that yeah that's that's really it i mean it's just, it's just a plan with me like it's just a plan all right well, what's it like being your own boss and like owning your own business outside of promoting um what's that like it's stressful stressful why so it's hard stressful i mean like it's it's just a lot of sacrifices you got to make man it's just a lot of sacrifice people don't really understand like you know my life might look easy Mm -hmm. like on the outside like people might look at me like yo he got the life and he's doing this but it's it's stressful Mm -hmm. i'm saying because you got you got a lot of people that rely on you you know what I'm saying you got people that rely on you, and you know you gotta. No matter what goes on in your life, you gotta get up and just act like that shit don't mean nothing. Yeah. You know what I'm saying because because of the people that rely on you. Yeah. So um, a it's stressful. Time, a lot of times, like your success is like all about how you deal with like the stress yeah. of any situation, right? Yeah, so, like, yeah, you gotta yeah. Get out of your own head and like just yeah. focus in. And yeah. just even if you you could be stressed, you know what I mean? But you gotta get past that shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, everybody who is successful just got past the stress. Like, Fuck the stress. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes that shit fuck with you though. I ain't gonna lie, man. It's a lot of time, a lot of sleepless nights. You know what I'm saying? And then you just, you know, just trying to the person I am, just trying to please everybody. Mm-hmm. And um, it's just, you know, it's, just, it's it's stressful. But you know, we getting through it, and you know, we just gotta continue to work. But it it is it is it is stressful because at the at the same time, it was my store was a situation where actually me and my brother had um. One of my friends had owned the store over there, mm-hmm. and me and my brother one time had went to go see him. So I'm sitting there like, yo, you know, I'm, t- I'm tapping him on the, on the show, I'm like, yo, this shit, man, yo, probably do this shit. I like this shit right here. Like, mm-hmm. it was just so much money coming in. Yeah, <laughs> you know, I'm just thinking of ways to make money and this and that. You thought it was a little bit easier than it than it than it right, turned out to be. Right, right. So I'm like, yo, um, yo, we could probably do this shit. So um, I sat back or whatever. And um, the opportunity presented itself for me to get a store. I didn't know what the fuck I was doing, honestly. Mm-hmm. I just that was something with, that I just jumped into out of nowhere. Yeah, you know what I'm saying so. Um, I didn't have really no knowledge. I mean, I had I had like my boy that owned the store. He he was around to give me some insight. Mm-hmm. Um, and that probably was it. Everything else I figured out on my own. Yeah, like, all the trials and tribulations with with the city and me getting my permits and this and that yeah even coordinating what the fuck to have in the store right yeah like it, was, that, it, was, it was just every so company much. got different products right right so right, like, right right how the hell do you like secure a fucking like uh like laffy taffy contract yeah. or some shit like how yeah. the fuck do you get laffy taffies in your store yeah it, it, it was just it was like just every all, every item is almost like right. a new is almost like a new challenge to get yeah. not a challenge but Everything's like separate, like you yeah. know what I mean. It's a different how you get your mouths and how you get your yeah, motherfucking yeah. candy, basically. Yeah, I mean, but but it's 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 like with anything you do, like the more you um you know get into it, or the longer you've been in that field for a specific time. Yeah, the better you're gonna get at it. The better you're gonna get at it, and the more people you're gonna know. Yeah. So you know, I started meeting different people for different things. Okay. I met my chip man. 
I was buying my chips. I was going out my way to buy chips, and I finally ran to a dude that bring them shits to me. He, yeah. He got, he got his own company, and they were cheaper. Yeah. You know I'm saying same shit with my tobacco. I was going to get my tobacco. I finally found somebody that delivered it to me that was cheaper. Yeah. So all, all of these different connects and different things I encountered, um, you know, it, 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 as time progressed, I started to progress. Yeah. And I started to meet new people um, that was helping me out. So um, that was the situation with that. But, you know, with business... It's, it's always anytime you're dealing with business mm-hmm. it's always going to be a struggle yeah like it's, it's nothing nothing's going to happen overnight and that was the biggest thing that i had to get in my head i'm saying the biggest thing i had to get in my head because i'm such a type of person like when i work i want i want to see results mm-hmm. i'm saying i want to see results because i know how hard i work but with business it's kind of like you slow walking it mm-hmm. like you got to put the work in but the results not really going to come overnight yeah, I'm saying that was the biggest adjustment I had to make with it, and I'm still dealing with it. You know, I'm still fighting. I'm still, you know, trying. I'm still trying to juggle fucking three, four jobs and this and that. And yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm saying. So, um, it is what it is. But you know, working. <laughs> okay, well, I got another question, right? Just bringing back into the promoter uh, field, right? Like, as far as like social media, right? It like mm-hmm. dominates a lot of like how people know what's going on. Yeah. So like, do you think that a lot of your job is just posting stuff, or like, how do you get like the normal average person to like come out? You know what I mean? Because the person who's not going to buy a bottle, yeah, yeah but yeah. they may follow you. So like, yeah. anything that's going down, I mean, they might know from your page. So like, yeah. How, like, if you could like break it down in a, in a percentages, like how uh-huh. much is for one party, right? One big party. How much is like the social media push? How much is, you know what I mean? How much is just booking of somebody who gonna bring people out themselves, uh-huh. like a like an artist or a name celebrity? Mm-hmm. And then like how much is getting like the bigger whales that are come through and buy a whole section, buy a whole buy bottles? Like w- like w- how would you break it down? Do you think? All right, so um, this is how I would break it down. So. And, it, and, it, and this goes back to the point I was telling you where, where the promoter is the most important element in the nightclub because I can have the biggest artist in my club, right? Yeah. But if nobody knows about this artist being in my club, nobody will come. Yeah. So um, as far as you using social media has become a, a very key component in promotion. Yeah. Um, But I still like to beat the streets up. And when I say that, I mean, I still like to get out there. I still like to put flyers on cars. Yeah. I do the shit myself. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I go to the extreme to make sure I win. And and that's that's kind of like um, what separates me from other, other promoters. Like, you know, not to take anything away from anybody, but I'm willing to go to that extra extent. Yeah. Because the, the flyer that I put on a car... That person that's driving that car might not have Instagram. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I'm appealing to that person now. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So um, it, it's like if you will look at it as a percentage breakdown, mm-hmm. you got the artist, which which could be a main attraction. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Which, which which could be, you know, 50, 60%. Um, you got the social media, which is a big com- key component to mm-hmm. promotions, which is which is another uh, 30%. percent Mm-hmm. And then you got the street promotion. You yeah. got like I, I look at the shit like you you got to do the street promotion because yeah. because it's people that you can reach that don't have social media. Mm-hmm. And I always tell people like this is the difference between between us and what everybody else is doing. I always tell people, and I be going against some promoters some, sometimes saying this too, but I always say like you need the fillers. This 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 is one of the reasons why I've been so successful in this shit. Yeah, I don't I, my prices be cheap like as far as like my ticket prices. Mm-hmm. 
I don't try to hit people over the head because I know how important those fillers are. Yeah. The fillers are just as important as the people that's getting VIP. Yeah. Because if you think about it, more people ha- don't have money than than have money. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? That's true. So, so you have to appeal to those people that, you know, don't have money. Mm-hmm. And there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And, it's, and, it's and just, on top of that, on top of that, just to make the quick point, it's like... Who the hell wants to sit in VIP if like the fillers aren't there? Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? It's exactly, like exactly, exactly. It's the yin and the yang. Like they gotta, they gotta be there to make it just as popping and mm-hmm. make the people in the VIP probably feel like what they pay for is mm-hmm. like really worth it because yeah. at the end of the day, it's not like it's not like people are like really thinking about this yeah. as they're partying. Yeah. But like I think as a promoter, you might be thinking about that shit. Yeah, as, yeah, like, yeah. As a, as far as like the the experience that people are getting. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I and I, I always I want to create the best experiences. Like yo, when you come to my party, you I, I want you to say yo, that shit was crazy. When the next one? Yeah. You know what I'm saying when 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 they doing the next one, and that's just the wave I'm on right now. You know what I'm saying? So. Yeah. Has there ever been like has there ever been like a situation where um well not just you personally, right? But like a situation where it was like a, a, a good enough name to, to fill out an event and like maybe you've done it, maybe you, like it happened in the past, maybe like it was a big enough name but the people didn't come out still. Um have you seen it happen? Yeah, I've seen that shit happen. Oh, I'm trying to think. Um Give me an example. Uh I, Kevin Gates. Okay. Yeah. When I did Kevin Gates, um, probably like two years ago, I like the, it, his name was big, but the city didn't respond to him how I thought they was gonna respond to him. You know, Jersey kind of weird. Like we like we like we certain like what we people, like. Yeah. yeah. Like certain people just won't get no love up here. Yeah. But they'll go somewhere else and it is, they'll it'll pack be, the shit it'll out. Be crazy. It'll be crazy. So um, Kevin Gates was definitely one of the dudes who I thought uh, we was gonna have a better response from that we did. Okay, yeah. that's true shit. So like, what was it like? It was just like, man, what's that like as a promoter? Like, damn, like, like you looking at the line? Like, how's it? Like, what's going through <laughs> your head? I mean, um, as a as a promoter, you kind of already know how your event gonna be. Yeah. Like I said, when like last week when I walked in the club with 30,000 mm-hmm. and licking money you I already, knew it was I about knew, to be fucking lit I already knew what type of night it was gonna be yeah you know what I'm saying but now you you get a different artist and you walk in there with half VIPs not even sold out mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying halfway, halfway sold out you already know it's gonna be a rough night yeah you gotta okay. hope that you know you catch a wave you know the night of people decide to just pull up but um yeah that's pretty much it though Okay, so what's the current market you think for for current like uh, celebrities booking? Like, who's really really hot right now? Is, is it? Because um, there's so many people that can yeah. be booked at, a, at like, for any given yeah. event, right? Yeah. But like, who's on your radar? I would say for like uh, this upcoming year, for like, damn, like it'll be dope um, if I could get this person to work with this person. Um, well, we doing Jeezy on March second. That's already locked in. Yeah. Um, and Shout out to Jeezy. Yeah, What's yeah. Up? Shout out to Jeezy. That's that's gonna be a monumental event because um, it's just so much history with Jeezy. And the last time he was here in the city, um, they uh, it was something went bad with they deal, and he never got a chance to make it in the club. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying, and I remember it's crazy because that event I remember um, being in Elizabeth that night. And I, and I seen like the line that sh- it was just like something that was crazy like, it was my first time I ever seeing some shit like that mm-hmm. and to say like I'm, I'm about to be a part of that again 
and bring him back and do it the right way this time. It's just big. Yeah. But um, yeah. Shout out to Jeezy. We doing that March second. Um, I'm working on um, Nicki Minaj. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to do this year. That's that's probably gonna be like you know my biggest event this year. Yeah. Um, and I'm, I'm working on that right now. You know, I, I definitely, I really want to get her and bring her out here. So I'm, I've been talking to um, they camp, mm-hmm. and you know, just find, just find a median because her price so high, obviously. Yeah. But um, just find a median and um, seeing, seeing how I'm gonna recoup my money back and everything like that. You know, the business side. Yeah. Um, so it can make sense. Um, uh, we doing uh, like uh, Luchi. Supposed to do a concert with Lucci. YFN Lucci. Yeah, that's what's up. Mm-hmm. He's now. I think he would. He would pack a club out here. Yeah, people, yeah, yeah. Like really fuck with Lucci out here. Mm-hmm. Um. Been, do you think they that? Uh, do you Lil think Baby? Lil Baby from uh, Atlanta. Yeah, they've they been, they, they been talking about Lil Baby. Um, what's the other? What's the other young kid? Um, Lil Yachty. Not Lil Yachty. Um, NBA Young Boy. Yeah, they've been talking about him. Yeah, I think he'd definitely um, pack a club out here. Bro. People would just come yeah. to me like, yo, man, you should get such and such. You should yeah. get such and such. So that's why I kind of get my ideas. Yeah, who, yeah, oh, yeah, that's my next question. Like, where do you get the ideas from? Is it more like, like, when you have a goal of getting somebody, is it just like, nah, like, I want to be the guy to make this happen? Yeah. Or is it like more like people run up to you like, yo, like, I mean, I, like it, we would come definitely out for this guy. You got to remember, the business I'm in is not about what I like. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm not doing events for what I like. I got to do events for what they, for the majority, what the majority likes. Yeah. So if a couple people come up to me telling me, yo, you got to get NBA young boy, you got to get them. Yeah. For the people. You know what I'm saying? But, um... And then, for the, and then, you know, like, people would come to me, like, you know, the little booking agents would come to me and say, yo, I got such and such and tell you want them. Mm-hmm. And, I'll be, and, you know, I will, we'll take it or pass it. Okay. It depends. Um, But, yeah, for, for this year, like, that, my main goal is to just get Nicky. I would just want to get Nicky. Okay. I just want to do it one time for the city. Yeah, so, like, but the bigger the bigger you get as an artist, right, the, like, I guess the less club appearances you, you do or you have to do. Yeah. So... Now that would be huge, right? Because I don't even think I never even heard Nikki in a club before. Nah, like. I mean, she hasn't like, been in the club um, since she like blown up. Yeah. When I say that, I meant like since she made since since she went mainstream. Mm-hmm. She hasn't really been out here in the club like that. Um, maybe in the city um, for like little appearances, but not not in Jersey. Yeah. Why do you think that is? Like, other than the fact that they could chase a bigger bag, like doing tours and stuff like that. Like, why uh, don't? You know, they like, yeah, because they love, they love that their club, that their record being played, but like, why yeah. don't they feel the need to like come back out and like maybe perform or do um, like maybe do like two, three songs? I don't know. I guess like they don't really need the exposure, just like yeah, one yeah. group of people. I mean, you, you know, like, and, and this is even before my time. Yeah. Um, Jersey always been frowned upon. Yeah. So, why? Whoa, whoa, whoa. Why is that? I mean, because, you know, back in the day, uh, Jersey was known as like, a robin stage yeah celebrities they they kind of like yo you know it's like a black market like they like yo you gotta stay away from jersey yo yeah be, care, be careful when you go out there mm-hmm. oh yo man tuck your chains in when you yeah go. matter of fact were you promoting the party where they said like chief keith almost got his chain took but they didn't actually get it was that you was i prom- nah, <laughs> nah. <laughs> nah i'm just fucking with you. <laughs> but nah but that did happen in that did happen in jersey though yeah, yeah, yeah. that's a, so, that's a fact so so you know in the industry you know, you gotta remember they all have ties to each other. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So some bullshit might happen out here and it might get to this person, that person, and then eventually 
something like Nicki Minaj. Mm-hmm. It might not be her per se, but somebody in her camp might hear about that shit. Like, yo, them niggas be wild out there. We gotta be careful when we go out there. Mm-hmm. Or, or or if we do go out there, if she wants seventy, we charging them a hundred. Yeah, that's what they do. Like, I had a situation where I booked Chris Brown, mm-hmm. and <clears throat> excuse me, and um. The nigga was the nigga didn't want to come to Jersey for shit, and we and we was like, yo, like he, he gonna be here, he gonna be in town and shit like that. Let's get him. So we talking to them and shit, and he like, yo, um, man, I, I go to New York. Like he was willing to go to New York for twenty five thousand. He was like, yo, if I gotta come to Jersey, I'm charging y'all forty. Yeah. So we had to pay the forty. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's, it, that shit just shows you like they don't want to fuck with us. Yeah. You know what I'm saying so they gonna charge us more. They gonna try not to come out here. And that's just that's just what we going against. Now, is that just the the fact of the market, or the more like the climate, or how it is? In I, th- I like, think it's more the climate. Okay. Like like like, but but, I would say this: like we we doing a good job at easing that shit down right now. Yeah 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 you know definitely. So we got more we got people that that wouldn't even look our way. Mm-hmm. They say, starting to look that yeah, y'all way now. Say all right, them, them young boys making some noise out there. Yo, we, we might give them a shot. Might fuck with them. Yeah. And you know everything we everything we've done so far like with artists, like it hasn't been no no knock on wood. You know what I'm saying, but it, ha- it hasn't been no altercations. You know what I'm saying? It hasn't, it hasn't been no issues with artists. Mm-hmm. You know, back in the day, like I used to hear stories about you know artists coming out here. And motherfuckers robbing them. Yeah. Or they can't. They can't be out here comfortably. And that's not the case with us, cause we 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 understand the importance of just having a good time for ha- one. Having a good time and maintaining a good relationship. Yeah. Cause you only gonna go far as the relationships you yeah. maintain. So we understand the importance of that and we cherish that shit. So now when they come out here and we show them love, when we go to their city, they gonna show us love. Okay. And, and we look at it like that. So, I mean, that's 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 just the biggest thing. Okay. Has there ever been a um has there ever been a star that you've been around that you like were kind of like shocked to be around or like starstruck around? I know you can't really say yes to that question, but um like who if you had to choose one one art or like one or two people like who probably would it have been? That you was like, "All right, well, I never thought I'd meet this person, but here um, it is, like right in front of me right now." I just did probably, business with him or something, some shit yeah, like that. Uh, probably Chris Brown. Chris Brown. Yeah, Chris Brown. Cause it's like, uh, he 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 he's a megastar. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying, like, so, so he got probably, he got every year he's got to like records that they play like on the yeah. hour on every hour. Yeah, on the yeah. Hour he, he he he's a megastar. So I, I would say yeah, like Chris Brown. Um. Uh. Everybody else, I'm, I mean, I'm pretty much like straightforward. Everybody mm-hmm. else, I've done the Rick Rosses and the, you know, shook hands with the best of them. I'm pretty much straightforward. Everybody else, but I think that was one artist where I was like, oh shit. Okay. <laughs> All saying. right. Well, um, have you ever promoted strip clubs before, or no, just straight clubs? Yeah, yeah, we did. We did. Strip What's clubs the difference before? between like the strip club market? Well, the strip club market in Jersey is a, a whole nother thing. Yeah. But like, if you could do your best. Yeah. What's the difference between the strip club market and the club market? Do you um, think the biggest differences? The biggest differences is for the for the club market, you gotta you gotta work ten times harder to pack a club out than a strip club. Why? The reasons being, um, number one, the 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 sizes of the spaces are different. Yeah. You know especially in Jersey. Yeah, especially in Jersey. With the strip clubs in Jersey, they're small. If you get a hundred people in there, you did you had a good night. Yeah. With the club, well, the club I do, I got to put two thousand in there to have yeah. a good night. 
Big difference. You know what I'm saying it's a, it's a way big difference. Um, I, I always say this shit. Not to not not to take nothing away from nobody, or pro, any promoter that do strip clubs and this and that. But uh, I mean, I'm impressed by putting the masses of people into a building. Yeah. You know I'm that, that's when I say, yo, you worked your ass off. You did this. You did that. You did what you had to do to put a th- two thousand, a thousand, whatever people into a into a club. Mm-hmm. But if you're telling me that you only put in 100, 200 people into a strip club, it's like... It's not as impressive. Yeah, to me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's just my perception. Okay. Um, Somebody else might feel a different type of way about it. But that's just my perception. Um, But it, it's, it's just different. Like, the way you the way you got to approach a club and the way you approach a strip club is totally different. Like, strip clubs, you get more, like, walk-ins. Like, yeah. people, people that just want to come in. Because it's a strip club. It's a strip club. They want to come in. I only want to throw their money and want to get their little drinks. With clubs, it's more of like a uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, like pre-planned situation. Yeah. Like motherfucker might really want to celebrate their birthday. Like y'all need a VIP. They might call you a month before. Yeah. You know what I'm saying so now you book their section, and, and you just got you just got to do more work with the clubs. But I, I appreciate and I, I understand like you know everybody that promotes strip clubs. It's mm-hmm. just not for me. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's just, it's really just not for me. Okay. Um, I've done it before, though. Like, we, we did, like, um, Starlitz in New York mm-hmm. um, every Wednesday. And that shit was a mess. That shit didn't really work out because it was hard. Like, at the time, we, we, we were, like, getting bigger, too. Yeah. So, one of the one of the owners out there, they, they saw it in us. So, they're like, yo, I want y'all to come out here and start doing events. And we took a stab at it, and that shit really was really, like, kind of bad. Okay. Because of the fact that... We don't have a New York market yet. Yeah. Like, so we'll get some people to pull up from out here, but it, it still, it just wasn't a good look. Okay. <laughs> you know That's saying? fair enough. Then, then you know with, with, with your brand, some things could hurt you more than they could help you. Yeah. That's why I always tell my, my boy. my. In what uh, way in the promoter game, though? Like, what I, do you I'm mean? About, I'm about to tell you. So that's why I always tell my boy, like, yo, you got to pick and choose your battles with this party shit. Yeah. Because you can't put your name attached to everything. Because yeah. when, when, when your name is not attached to everything, you stay more exclusive. Mm-hmm. So they know, like, all right, look, every time they do an event, the shit going to be crazy. Yeah. But if you rushing to do something that don't really make sense and mm-hmm. you flop or you lose, yeah, that shit will fuck your brand up. Yeah. Because you only as good as your last event. Yeah. So um, we always mindful of that. I always tell them, like, we be getting a lot of opportunities. Like, people want to do events with us. and Yo, let's do this event. Let's do that. But I always tell them, like, man, we don't need to do that shit. Like... Not for nothing, like we already hot. Yeah, you know I'm saying they trying to use us to get their shit right, mm-hmm. and we don't need that. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. All right, so if you had to choose one, choose one between the three, right? Mm-hmm. If you could get all the all female, right? Mm-hmm. Bartender, stripper, bottle girl, you got to choose one. <laughs> Bartender, stripper, bottle girl. <laughs> What's your favorite in the club? Um, bartender. Bartender, why? <laughs> I don't know. I, I mean, they working too. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I mean, yo, a boogie said a big a boogie put that in a song. He was like, yo, ain't no difference between no bartender, stripper, and bottle girl. Ain't no, ain't no difference. Ain't no difference. They all doing the same shit. Okay, you know I'm saying, but I, at least I the bartender got to know how to make a drink though, like. Yeah, yeah. The, 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 the strippers definitely working. The bottle girl, she just, she just, yeah, going back and forth with bottles stuff. Yeah. So oh. similar, similar, but uh, I feel yeah, what you're saying. Yeah. 
Yeah, I, 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 I go with bartender. Go with the bartender. Yeah. All right, so before you get out of here, explain um your relationship with uh uh finally rich nine seven three because I don't yeah. really even know his full name like that. Yeah, rich. but but rich this is what he's going by. Yeah, I will. Ah, uh, yeah, my bad. So yeah, explain your relationship with him because um like when people see you, they see him type thing right mm-hmm. now. Yeah. So like, what's that like? You know what I mean? Because uh-huh. you guys are on a pretty good run together yeah. as like uh promoting together, I guess, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what's it like having somebody that's like you don't gotta do everything yourself mm-hmm. or like be out in the forefront mm-hmm. uh by yourself. Even if you had like employees that nobody knew about, like mm-hmm. nobody really knows them, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like if you if you're doing parties with like one other set person mm-hmm. that you become like synonymous with kinda mm-hmm. as far as like successful parties and it's building a successful brand, like what's that like? Um, it's good, man, it's good. Cause I remember um, a time that like you weren't always doing parties with with specifically him, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um so what's that my, like? You know my, what I mean? My like, relationship is good, man. It's good. Like, like we we sit down and create. We we sorry. We sit down and we create for hours. Like we we create. We get on the phone and we come up with this idea, that idea, and we execute it. Um, thus far has been cool. I'm saying since we met um, and we started doing events together, you know everything been pretty smooth. We are, we we basically always on the same page. Like we could walk in a meeting and I can know exactly what he's thinking. Mm-hmm. He can know exactly what I'm thinking, and we'll just you know get everything done. Yeah, you know what I'm saying so. It, it, it's been good, man. We've been we've been on a good run. You know what I'm saying we stick we stick to our plan. You know he has his own people that he fuck with. I got my people that I fuck with. Yeah, and we just come together and make money together. Okay. So um, I mean it's it's definitely a good thing. It's definitely it's definitely a blessing to know like you know. Um, Somebody that I'm doing it with is, mm-hmm. you know, just it, as invested. Kind yeah, of. yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly, exactly. Took the words right out of my mouth. Yeah. Okay. And, and, and you know, it's, it's a good situation. You know, what I'm saying like we on a good run right now. We both, um, you know, doing what we got to do. We both have our own lives outside of this shit. You know, what I'm saying, which is good. And um, you know, when we come together, it's always good. It's always good. Okay. All right, one of my last questions before you get out of here, right? Uh-huh. It's like, we kind of discussed it, but not really like, uh, like, what the hell is up with like liquor prices in the club, right? Say if you wanted to buy a bottle, right? Uh-huh. That's in the club. Why is it such, so overpriced? I know you, the owner has to make money, right? I understand right, that, right, right? Right, right, right? But literally, if you go to the liquor store across the street, it's like the regular price. Right, 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 right. But in the strip, uh, in, in, in the club, it's like, what would you say the markup is on it? Like a thousand percent, like five hundred percent markup, or like? Uh, what you think? What's the, like the yeah, like what's the markup on liquor prices? You think? If a bottle costs fifty dollars in the store in the club, it, it costs five hundred. Yeah. Yeah. But um. And then, I mean, how, like, like I know it's it's easier to say, like, yeah, like you understand, uh, like me and you understand, or like everybody can understand that people will, will pay that, right? Yeah, yeah, so yeah. really, the the market dictates how much you can right, sell right, something right, for, right, right? right? But at the same time, it's like, how the hell? I mean, do people like intensely buy bottles at like at that at that price? I guess if you got the money, you can spend it. Yeah, right? but but it's like this, right? I'm not doing nothing that wasn't done before me yeah so you know yeah you, yeah you didn't create so that rule. so i mean and, and a mistake that we made as like a community mm-hmm. as a culture um is throwing our bread around 
mm-hmm. especially money that we don't got. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So now what happen, What happens is um, the club owner, usually Spanish, Jewish, whatever, you know what I'm saying? They, they, they own the club. They come to us. They say, yo, I'm going to make my bottles 250 mm-hmm. So us, what we going to do? I got the money, it ain't about nothing. Yeah. Spending 250 So now they odds are getting bigger. Like, oh, like these motherfuckers are willing to spend this type of money. Because they know that one thing I noticed with doing doing parties and doing events, if you look at Spanish nights and you compare it to hip hop nights, mm-hmm. the bottle prices are totally different. Yeah. Them shits cost more on our nights. Yeah. Cause they know we willing to spend the money. Yeah. So had we would have nipped that shit in the bud in the beginning, yeah, and cut that shit out, it wouldn't have been like that. Yeah, but it's like when you've been doing something for so long, how could you stop it now? Yeah, you know what I'm saying? There so is that, no end in sight for, yeah. for the price bottle of, of a bottle <clears throat> going down inside of a club. By the way, it's yeah. not gonna happen. I'm just yeah. asking you, like, yeah. what's your take on it? Because you got more info on it than I do. Like, I mean, I'm, just, I'm um, just curious. I mean, I'm for one, I'm I'm not. I, and like, then I don't you don't like make it. the you don't make the prices in the club. That's nah, the right? that's that's something. I mean, you you. You could like I, I can't really go against what he say, mm-hmm. but I could say like, yo, look, if your price is two fifty, just give it to my people for two twenty five, mm-hmm. or just give it to my people for two hundred. I could try to make that suggestion, but it's it's not up to me. It's really up to him. Yeah. So um, but in, in regards to that, um, I would say, um, I mean, it's it's just been going on for so long. It's like no nobody can really change it at this point. Yeah. And and if you know pe- people. You know, our, our people was was not for nothing stupid enough to pay these prices in mm-hmm. the beginning. It's like, yo, the club, this is what they expect from us. Yeah. So they're going to expect every bit of $80 for the for the, uh, for the the tequila that the Spanish people going to buy. Mm-hmm. And then they're going to charge us 300 for the same bottle. Damn. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So that's, that's just the nature of the beast. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I wish, I wish... You know, I, I it, it'd be better than that because I, I, I don't I don't like to charge my people them prices. Yeah. You know saying, but I can't do nothing about it. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it, it's just one of the things that it's been going on for so long. It's nothing nobody could do. Yeah. Just to just to um, wrap it up. Right. Like uh, you, you spoke about the like maybe the owners Latino Jewish. Have you ever encountered like black uh, club owners yet, or yeah, like? Yeah, it's one. And they, and of course, I'm not saying that to say that they would bring the price down because they're not either. Yeah, yeah, they're not. But either. like, yeah, just, just. But it, yeah. asking that just on off the rip, just like, yeah. have, have you done business with other black uh, club owners? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, what's the difference you think? I, I say, um, I, I say since I've been doing events, right? And correct me if I'm wrong, um. I've seen 95%. I only said um, Latino and Jewish owners mm-hmm. because I'm just going off of what I've seen. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I've, I've seen 95% owners of these clubs are Latin or um, Jewish. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Caucasian, whatever. But I, I've seen a black owner before. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It, it was a lady or whatever. Um, and, you know, we still go over there. We still show a love. You know what I'm saying? But the price is not different. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying, but it, it's definitely I I, de- I definitely want to um eventually hopefully God willing I get to that point where I want to get a club myself. Yeah, you know what I'm saying that's that's my long term goal. Like I want to be able to say yo when I get older 
I don't gotta do shit, but just run my club. Yeah. You know what I'm Cause this is what I like to do. I know how to do it. I mm-hmm. see it from both sides of the fence. So now when I get on that other side of the fence, I'm gonna be stronger. Yeah. Cause I know what the promoters go through. I know what not and what to, and what to do in the business. Mm-hmm. So um, I think it'd be easy for me. Um, and you know that that's 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 really it. Okay, man. I appreciate you for coming yeah, through, yeah, man. Yeah, Say no shout doubt, out to the no World Report one time. Know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. get shout, that sound drop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, shout, shout out to, to the World Report. Report man. Shout out to World Report Radio. No I mean, saying. let the people we, we, know. We, look, at, look at that camera. Let the people know, know what I mean? How they can follow you. How, yeah. You know what I mean? Shout out to World Report Radio, man. Follow me, Eli Rillis. E-L-I-R-E-A-L-E-S-T. Um, follow my brother, Ikarji Clothing. He in the building with me. Um, yo, six hundred to the people. Six hundred to the people. Yo, um, tell yeah, me where to man. follow you at. You can follow me on IG. See Carji Clothing, man. Trying to do this thing with uh, the clothes and stuff. Bring, bring the, bring the clothes to our people. You know what I mean? You know, um, got a lot of designers out here like Louis and Gucci and stuff like that. Um, but we don't have our own on that level. So you know, that's basically where I'm at with it. You know, I'm, I'm right now. I'm on the ground trying to build up. So, you know, um, the support from everybody will be appreciated, you know. Um, so you can see me on Ikarji Clothing. Uh, that's the IG, E-C-A-R-G Clothing, um, which stands for Everyone Can Achieve Relative Greatness because, you know, that's just how I feel about everybody and where we at with it. Mm-hmm. Shout out to uh, War Report Radio. You know what I mean? Podcast. Make sure you follow the podcast. You do anything out here. Yeah, you know, yeah, got, man. He got, we, we, viewers, we, he got them viewers clucking. Yeah, you know what I mean? We, we making the moves um, all 2018, man. All 2018. You know, shout out to Eli Rillis, man. He uh, definitely took taking this um, party thing to a different level. You know, something, something crazy that Jersey hasn't really been experiencing for a long time. You know what I mean? You know, we go back. Like, we've been doing this. That's my brother. And we've been doing this. We started together, and it's 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 um gratifying to see that he's at this level where he's at now, you know, and the company that he's surrounded and they they doing big things. Shout out to um Rich, you know, finally Rich, you know, because together they make a um they make a very good duo mm-hmm. in this business. Yeah, you know what I mean. So that's 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 a good thing. And at the end of the day, you know, us as a culture, you know, we're trying to all strive and be the best at what we're doing individually with yeah. our brands you know you with the podcast him with the parties and you know even me with the clothing line so that way we don't have to depend on anybody outside our culture you know what i mean yeah so you know shots to what everybody doing man all right man we signing out man yeah, thank yeah, you guys yeah. for listening to this podcast man uh make sure you guys follow me at war underscore report underscore radio on instagram war report radio straight through on twitter uh this is jared adams man signing out man peace Peace.